Hey everyone, it's Ron. We just have two shows left in 2016, December 13th in San Diego and December 21st in Denver. The theme of those shows will be Parents Just Don't Understand. Be sure to visit thenarrators.org or our Facebook page for more details and keep your eyes peeled for an announcement about our 2017 schedule in the coming weeks. Next Storyteller. Next storyteller. Our next storyteller. Welcome to the Narrators Podcast. This podcast collects stories that were told at the Narrators, a monthly storytelling event that features people telling true stories based on a theme. Today's story comes from Malka Dupree. Malka is a singer and guitarist with the band Paper Perfect Girls. Her story was recorded live on August 17th, 2016 at Buntport Theater in Denver, Colorado. The theme of the evening was Naked. So you know how when you're young, like 14 or so, you're in what? You're in middle school? And you're friends with boys and girls, at least I was, um, because boys hadn't yet hit puberty and become awful. (laughs) Um, You know, hormonal beasts with forward swaying hips and uh, odors. Yeah. (laughs) Well, the the great romantic, this is all said with air quotes, the great romantic love of, of that part of my youth was a beautiful elfin boy in my school. I met him through friends. He was 12, I was 14, which is is okay, it's legal. Nothing happened. Uh, He was stunning, smart, coordinated, artistic, etc. Just a really great person. And then he hit puberty, as they do. Um, And puberty hits boys differently than it hits girls. You know, we get it earlier, so that's one thing, and I, th- I feel like it's tidier, in, in at least publicly more tidy. Um, boys <laughs> end up with, um, you know, dirty jokes, uh, crass male friends, a locker full of pictures of, of naked women, which is fine, it's fine. Um, so coming back to school in the fall and finding my great romantic love turned into this monster <laughs> was something of a heartbreak, and we remained friends, um, I think in some ways I was waiting for him to emerge from the noisome corruption of adolescence and, again, be the, the boy I had loved so deeply. Um, that didn't happen, by the way. So cut to some years later, we were both in our late teens, out of school. He invited me to go do mushrooms with him on the full moon at a hot springs in the middle of the night, in the middle of winter. It sounded amazing, magical, promising, and so I said yes, and this was in Washington State. Um, I drove, because so he didn't have a car. It was without incident. And uh, just before we went, he'd been in a skiing accident and had broken his jaw, it, which was wired shut. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> As we walked through the snow in the full moonlight, I had to chew up the mushrooms into tiny little pieces spit them into my hand, like a mama bird might do if birds had hands and did mushrooms. (laughs) So he could suck the chewed up pieces of mushrooms through the gaps between his teeth. I chewed and spat into my hand and gave them to him, and that was a thing that happened. promising. 
We climbed up into the hills and woods through shadows and moonlight to a series of crudely made hot spring pools of varying temperatures from fucking hell hot to the coldness of space cold. Um, we got undressed and slipped into the most comfortable pool into this naked mushroom Narnia, which is how I remember it. <laughs> I looked at the view of hills and mountains, searching for evidence of humanity's hand, but didn't find any. It was really, really something, just amazing. But we weren't alone there. Oh no. There was a man there, a long haul trucker. And he invited us into the hottest pool, which is where he was hanging out, smoking weed. And so we smoked weed with him. And he told us tales of long haul trucking and dealing black tar heroin while long haul trucking. If you've ever, if you ever go to hot springs and, and get too high, the hottest pool isn't the best place to be because you end up really having to focus on breathing and not dying. It's, it's just a tip. Helpful tip, especially for Colorado. Be careful. Um, I was sure we might be murdered at any minute. Um, but I wanted to see where the night went, you know. <laughs> I did wonder if my companion's broken jaw would hinder him in a pitched fight to the death. But... Um, Murder trucker seemed okay, you know, he seemed cool. Uh, despite my really strong and well-founded suspicions that he might want our skins or our asses or to grind us up and flush us at a series of flying J truck stops throughout the country. In the end, we went to a different pool, both very high and finding solitude beneath a ridiculously wide sky full of so many stars. We sat in the water, nude, comfortably warm, just being part of nature in the moonlight. I wondered how to start things off, or if, how do you have sex with your jaw wired shut? Like, really? It seems impossible. <laughs> I made no overtures because I was waiting, and he made none. I don't know why. He may have been shy. He did whap me in the leg a couple times with the hose that was feeding the, the water into the pool, though. So I wonder if that was flirting. I still don't know, and I still wonder. Was that his, hey, how's it going? <laughs> Just whapping my leg with, and it, I, it, was the, it was the tube feeding the water into the pool, I'm sure of that. Um, <laughs> so did I miss the invitation? Did my notions of, of prepubescent adolescent, or yeah, adolescent, romantic, love, capitalized terms uh, make me blind to his enticement to feast in the glories of the physical on that mountaintop? Was this my missed opportunity to make love to a man with a broken jaw in spring water under a full moon with a heroin-dealing stranger watching from the trees? <laughs> Looking back, I believe it was. Sometimes men are shy even when they are tall and beautiful and have all the grace that can be bestowed upon the living, despite the broken jaw part. So we sat and watched the sky, swimming our arms out in the water, feeling moonlight on our naked skin. I revisited often. It was among one of the most magical nights of my life. 
After some hours, we emerged from the water, dried and dressed, and slipped and ran down the mountain. He was fairly distant, so I do wonder if I rebuffed him. It's so confusing when you're young. Now I just make the first move. I'm not shy anymore. Life's too short. Naked mushroom Narnia is, is very rare, and mountaintops are too far away. Thank you. Malka everyone. Narrators is produced by Robert Rutherford, Mary Robertson, Aaron Rollman, and me, Ron Doyle. Our intern is Sydney Crane. Our theme music is by Whalehawk. And our founder and executive producer is Andrew Orvidal. Very special thanks to our amazing sponsors, Lego Pete's, Greater Than Records, Sexy Pizza, Sexbot Comedy, From the Hip Photo, and Breckenridge Brewery. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. And join us at one of our live monthly shows, which take place every second Tuesday of the month at Tiger Tiger Tavern in San Diego, California, and every third Wednesday of the month at Bumport Theater in Denver, Colorado. Both shows start at 8 p.m. and are always free to attend. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter. And for past episodes, photos from our live shows, and a list of our upcoming events and themes, please visit thenarrators.org. Thanks for listening.